Welcome to Appetite for Production, your source for the most serious and profound music software news. False advertising, James. False news. I'm James Russell. I write and make videos about plugins, synths, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm Tim Can, and I'm definitely the Slavoj Zizek to James's Jordan Peterson of the music technology world. Well, Tim, I always thought you were more like the Alan Bennett of the music technology world. Well, yes, James, I am quite like Alan Bennett, yes. So, um, yeah, what's uh, coming up in the episode, James? We are talking about car sounds again. Yeah, bring it back, mate. I'm, I'm still hyped up for the car noises. Waves have made a computer? No, they haven't, have they? We're going to take one small step for man with a new crazy rompler. Oh, wow. Um, I think there's some exciting times afoot. We're going down low with the base station. Oh, the return of the Never Went Away base station. Wicked. We're going to shake our money makers with some fruity goings on. <laughs> oh, that sounds sinister. I look forward to that. And a whole load more stuff. It's all coming up on this episode. Oh, how vague and exciting. Let's do it. Hey, hey, hey. Ah. <laughs> oh, you're right there, mate. How are you, Tim? What have you been up to? <laughs> you sound like you've just crawled out of a little box that you've unfurled <laughs> to your full height. <laughs> it's a big podcasting is a bit like unfurling when you start back on it again. Well, mentally unfurling. Yeah, exactly. What have you been up to? I have just been working basically all all kinds of stuff. Oh, actually, I wanted to do some plugs this time. Oh, Should yeah. we do them now? Do them now. Um, I feel like I don't plug my stuff enough because synergy, mate. We've we got to be using the synergy that we've afforded ourselves. Mm, um, with our millions of listeners. Exa- exactly, guys. Our army of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a, uh, a while ago, I did that uh, Analog Dreams thing for Native Instruments. That's up now. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. And I've always done the Top 5 Friday, so the vocal one is up now. Actually, what I've been doing recently, mate, is I've been doing some uh, Steinberg video editing. I've been doing a Hervé mm. vid, the um, Wobble and Fidget House legend or whatever. I did him recently, and I've been editing that up in Premiere. And Premiere is so whack, mate. It's just real bad. Do you use it at all? Uh, no. I, I tend to stay the hell away from video stuff as much as possible. I just have a I have a visceral hatred of video in every form for some reason. Well, do you know what? That's standing you in good stead, mate. Because Premiere, you can't sidechain in it effectively. Uh, like you've got a there's a built on there's now, a built in way to do it where you like render a volume curve no. or whatever. I got that I got that to work once. Um, I tried it earlier today. It wouldn't work. So you were like, you'd be ducking in effect. But yeah. Oh, exa- yeah. Exactly. So it's sort of automatic ducking, but it's done with a manual, like an automation curve that you can go in yeah, and fiddle with. But it's one of the staples of like sound for picture, you know, oh, ducking. Oh my god, yes, mate. So I mean, I think what Adobe want you to do is use Audition to do all your audio. Uh, so it's just like I'm not, I'm not doing that. But through. it's the same thing. They use the same thing in Audition. So okay. So fuck that, basically. So obviously, what's my, the obvious thing I'm going to do, James? It's going to try. Sp- Speak Up by uh, Audio, ah, right? Audified. Audify, yeah, whatever they're called. Good call. So I tried that. Um, every time I tried it, it would crash Premiere so bad that I'd have to oh. hold down the power button to turn the computer off. But it works fine indoors, yeah? Yeah, it worked, for, yeah, it worked like a so th- dream in Ableton. But what, I want to use it in freaking yeah. Premiere. That's but I think that's Premiere's fault rather than the things, because I can't... You can't use anything, basically. It's the one where you've got two plugins and one listens and one ducks, basically. Exactly. And you'd think that would be the ideal solution because there's no audio routing stuff in Premiere that I can freaking work out, basically. So does 
Does Premiere take AUs and VSTs? Yeah. Ugh, but just crashes like hell. Yeah, totally. <sighs> I know, it's so annoying, man. So that has been really, really annoying me. Um, what else was I going to talk about? I wanted to talk about Black Friday as well, because I've been... This has never happened before, but because I'm working for a few different people now, I feel like I'm kind of ramping up for Black Friday, okay, well, which is on the horizon. I'll tell you what, let's let's ramp up the tension and cover Black Friday in a little while. Oh, wait, oh my God, okay. And it will keep people guessing. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you tell me what you've been up to? Uh, okay, I've been, I've been realising that a lot of the work I do has been getting smaller and smaller, <laughs> but more of it. So, like, instead of doing one project for large money i've been doing a lot of small projects each for small money that's really annoying i find i mean i i kind of like it because it's sort of bite-sized pieces of uh exactly it's bite-sized pieces and you know when you're done and you're good Mm. um so i'm okay with that at the moment it's a bit harder to manage because you're like oh god i can't forget anything because if i miss something and forget well you're not supposed to forget anything anyway mate no and i i very rarely do as you know Mm. Um, one thing I've been doing over the last couple of weeks is um, I've been working on a manual. A manual? What, the French softcore porn film? Yes. Um, what manual? You haven't told me about this. No, I, I can't tell. Or have you? I my, soft-term memory, my short-term memory doesn't exist. <laughs> I can't tell the listeners yet about what the manual is for because the plugin hasn't been announced. But yeah, it's a plugin manual. Why don't you whisper it to me from across the room? Yeah, it's... Uh... Okay, so James has told me what it is, and I am shocked, but not appalled. Um, It's it's strange, because a few episodes ago, you said that you'd love to do a manual. And I got the opportunity to do I know, why does my life always work out like this, man? (laughs) But Just seeing my friends just do all the stuff that I want to do, and I can never never be part of it. uh, I mean, you hate writing, you prefer video. That's true. Um, So, the manual writing experience, this is the first time I've done it. And i got to say, it's actually kind of, it's not fun, but it's enjoyable. Mm. It's like going through every parameter. What does this do? How does it do it? Check it. And it, it was kind of, it was kind of a fun thing to do. You'd think it'd be incredibly boring, like making an index for, a, mm. for, a, for an encyclopedia or something, but it's not. Well, I wrote part of a book about Ableton Live, and I did a similar kind of thing and yeah, it's real satisfying, bruv. Because yeah. like these days, we like make a lot of piecemeal content. I'm, I'm going to mm. go up my ass now. Do you want to come with me? Yeah, please. Uh, um, we make a lot of like short form piecemeal content. And it's nice to work on something where you feel like you're, you're really exploring something. You know Big what project. I mean? Yeah, get your teeth into it. Arr! Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing with the manual. So that's that's what I've been doing over the last couple of weeks. I've been doing other stuff too, but that's a notable thing. And that's giving you a sense of fulfillment then? Yeah. Well, that's pretty good, man. It sounds it sounds nice. Do you, do you reckon you're doing a good job? Uh, that is <laughs> that is for someone else to say. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's <laughs> that's fair enough. Well, I look forward to reading this manual, which I definitely will. What's what's next for the chat? What are we going to chat about? Okay, let's do the car sounds. Oh, let's do the car sounds, mate. So last... Flipping heck, yeah. Last uh, episode, we found the lovely Space Motors by Le Sound. And I said that the company hadn't got back to me. We wanted to try it on the podcast. They got back to us after the episode, and they got you a lovely copy of it, didn't they? Ooh. Oh. Oh. So, so this is... So, yeah. So I should point out, because last time we said... 
it was eight euro a month. Turns out that's for like if you get a whole year. So it's 32 euro, euro a month. So if you were going to try and do a bit of a scam like I was, where you got it for one month and just sampled loads of stuff, that's not going to be quite as cost effective. <clears throat> but still pretty cost effective, yeah. probably. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah. want to make a load of racing space car sounds, mate, it's a pretty good deal. I say we go for a ride. Let's, get, let's go for okay. one. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Ooh. Let's go for it. Okay. Show me how it works. Whoa! Oh. Whoa! Oh, let's slow down. I can't drive at Whoa. that speed. You have got your driving license, yeah? Yeah, I do. I've got my space driving license. Mate, I play Wipeout, Omega Collection. I play Grip, uh, Combat Racing, whatever it's called, mate. I'm all... This is my special Okay, you're subject. all over it. Eyes on the road, man. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So that you've got one big main knob, yeah, called Speed. Uh-huh. And turning that up... Oh... Does it? Oh! It turns up. So it's like a big macro. It it's turns up very. very it's got a bit of a lag speed. on it, which is cool. Well, yeah, because your car, your space car, isn't instantly going to stop, is it? Oh, sorry. You need to play Wipeout more. Okay. Bro. So what sort of tone changes can you get out of it? So you've got an oscillator. Oh. Oh. So should we have a bit of a play with the oscillator? Yeah. I think there's a bunch of oscillators. Nice and dissonant. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Here's the level. Let's turn everything else down. Wave Shaper. Mm. Oh, it's got dry wet for the Wave Shaper. Okay. That's shaping the wave, James. <laughs> Here's a bit of FM. Oh, that's very cool FM. Does crank, it... crank the speed knob. Oh, okay. Should we try? Let's, so let's work on it with a high speed. Okay. So we can work out what's good. Oh, God. Because you see, you don't want to end up, end up sounding like that. No, at that's horrible. Speeds. I think people are going to be switching off their podcast. Oh. Ah. This is what extreme sound design is like, man. Let's let's change it to a site. Okay. We've got another voice as well. Oh, three voices. Okay, that's where the... Ah. Oh, yeah. And we can change the tuning. The low-pass filter, which doesn't seem to be doing anything, so I'm doing yeah, it Yeah, it doesn't seem to be a low-pass filter. It, that may, might... Oh, you think maybe that's coming before the other... I'd, I'd slow it down. Oh. Oh, that feels better. So crunchy. Maybe I'll reduce the wave shaping. Oh. <clears throat> okay, what else have we got in there? Okay, then we've got React. So let's have a listen to the Reactor. We're going to turn back up... Oh! Ooh. <laughs> We've turned back up the oscillator. Let's play with the reactor. Oh. Oh. We've got like basically four pitch controls and volume controls for Ugh. each. Okay, so it's this one that's making a bit of a low noise. That's much more takeable. No. So there you go, James. Sweet. Bit of a space mode three times. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was right up my alley. Guess who's released a computer? Well, from this link that you've sent me, I would imagine it's Waves. Yeah, Waves are releasing a computer. Don't they have some kind of like server blades or something they, that you can run a load of plugins they, on? Yeah, they've got understand. stuff that's like I think it's mostly for live engineers. Yeah, okay. I don't know if this is mostly for live engineers, but well, it, tell me got, about this bad boy. It's standalone PC, the type you used to get back in the day. 
Okay. Uh, this what, looks like the sort of specialised music computer somebody would have sold in the noughties. Yeah, exactly. It's the sort of <clears throat> uh, tower on its side sort of model that you use to put underneath your screen and have a have a gay old time with. Yeah. Uh, it's got Windows 10 on it, Ugh. apparently. Uh, so it's a proper PC, but Deal it's breaker. supposedly optimised for Wave software. I don't know uh, if that's all their plugins and stuff, but you'd think that anything that's optimised for waves is optimised for audio in general. I don't know, bro. I mean, maybe it's just got a damn good processor in it. It better go like the clappers, basically. Well, it's yeah. got an i5 processor. It's uh, 8600. Don't know what that means. Um, no, me neither, because they shroud <laughs> processor numbers in mystery. Well, you've days. got these geek, geek bench. Yeah. Actually, let's not bother using geek bench for this. Because, yeah. uh, I remember my lovely 330 megahertz PC made by Tiny. That was a good PC. I had... Back when you could tell how good something was with a number. I had a 200 megahertz PC that used to run Half-Life like a dream, mate. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, and 1,500 uh, Clamaroos, American Clamaroos for this device. Well, yeah, advice. but, you know, this is Waves, so you've got to imagine. You'd be disappointed if it was budget price, wouldn't you? Yeah, you like... Maybe they'll do a sale where well, you can exactly. get it for 30 quid. That's what <laughs> I was trying to lead you to. <laughs> Wicked. I would. Do you know? I buy that and say, what sort of graphics cards it got? Has it got, one? Has it got one at all? I did, probably not. No, uh, I doubt. I'm it. sure it'll be on like some kind of onboard <clears throat> graphics. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine this. Actually, it's got two HDMI ports, one Display Port, but that could just be in the fucking case. Okay, we don't know anything mm. about Windows machines. Let's I, not pretend. I assume it's just a PC with a damn good processor in it, basically. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the Waves. What's it called? What's the full name? Waves Axis One. Axis One. Mate, like with that. I think I'm That's a wait bit for the... politically, um, like, you a think? bit of a yeah on the nose these days, man. Uh, People are getting hacked off with Israel, man. They are an ethno-state now, and they're <laughs> calling them, you could be your Axis one. <laughs> uh, I've, I'm just going to ignore that, yeah? Okay, okay. You've got to leave that in the podcast, though. This next plugin is incredibly interesting. You know... <laughs> yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. You maybe. know our friends UVI... Yeah, of course. The, the French company who make uh, oui. UVI Workstation, Falcon, and all the instruments that load up within that, they've launched this uh, somewhat bizarre, somewhat genius plugin for that. Mm. It is called Walker. Is it to do with Alan Walker? No, and neither oh. is it to do with Walker Texas Ranger. Walker Crisps? No. No. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to stop is. guessing different types of Walker now. It is a footstep rompler. <laughs> You are joking me, mate. Check this out. Oh, my God. Okay. It's video time. Flip in heck. Step by step, mate. Yeah. Boom. There are so many puns you can have with this one. A footstep foley designer. And it's got shoes on the interface. Of course it has, man. Wicked. Six shoe types, 14 surfaces, eight clothing materials... Oh, God. Hi, everyone. Garrett Martinez here with UVI. Today, we're going to look at Walker. Walker is a shoe, dedicated shoe fetishist here. Yeah. <laughs> instrument for film. Check, check, out, check out a few of those controls. Squeak, gene setting. Yeah. Left, it's got left foot, left scruff as well. It's not just the footsteps. Getting those all important scruffs. Scuffs. Scuffs, whatever. So, yeah, this is, this is nuts. This is not just a footstep rompler. Yeah. 
this is an entire footstep workstation. So you've got oh my god, okay. you've got a bunch of shoes to choose from. Shoes to choose, yeah. Like trainers, yeah. Normal shoes, high heels. <laughs> Norm- normal shoes. Well, shoes that you would call shoes. They call them uh, dress shoes. Dress shoes. I don't even know what that means. Carry on. <clears throat> Are these dress shoes? Uh, yes. I'm going like, to get some dress. What shoes. we'd call shoes as opposed to trainers. Um, okay, okay. But it's it's just. It's also got surfaces, different surfaces that you Where can walk the, oh, on. Oh, floor, wood floor. flooring. You got creaking ABC and then solo creaking. Yeah, you got concrete tiles, wooden floor, forest, metal floor, sand, snow. You've also got bare feet in the shoes category, and you know how your clothing scuffs together when you take a step. Oh, hell, hell yeah, man! You've got raincoats, polyester, leather, jeans, cotton, synthetic, and tweed, and all of those have ridiculous options. You've got squeak type for the shoes. Yeah, you've got uh, the dirt type on the floor and volume <laughs> variation and pitch. Nice, and that's just the start. If you go, <laughs> God, if you go to the effects. Okay. Yes, you've got EQ. Yes, you've got compression. Of course you've, you want to compress the shit out of it. You've also got reverb, which actually is, is quite sensible in something oh like God, this. Oh, God, yeah. Well, you, you think you'd be using your own um, posh reverb. There's also, whatever. there's also an advanced tab where you can... Oh, che- my Lord, you can look put, at this. You can put the gain and pitch and something else I haven't worked out uh, for the left toe... That's and probably cross-oscillator cross, 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 cross modulation, I imagine, <laughs> that anob there, yeah. For the left toe, the right toe, the left heel, and the right heel. It's it's simply nuts. And uh, you know what else there is? I dare, dare imagine what A choice it? of three different microphones. Of course there is! <clears> it's, <throat> it's, uh, you want a cardioid and an omni, and you got another a, one as well. Yeah, you've got a U87, CMC6, and 4006. Nice. It's simply insane. You can uh, there's a function called auto scuff, right? Because so, you don't want to have to program each scuff in yourself. No, exactly. And I'll tell you what that isn't, which is a very huge mistake. Okay. Step sequencer. Oh my Christ, mate. Okay, that's it. We're shutting the podcast down. It's over. Uh, there is in the effects. There is um, a maximizer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this, because it's a UVI workstation, there's also an, an arpeggiator. Oh, well, there you go. That's basically a step sequencer. Nice. It's quite literally the final step in oh, Rompless. Oh, God. <laughs> and do you know what, Tim? What? I got a copy right here. Oh, my God. Fucking hit me with some of that, mate. Okay. Do it. You ready? Yeah, hit me. Mm. Oh, who's coming? Hello? I can't. But are we, so we're walking down a street, are we? That's uh, trainers wearing a raincoat on concrete. That is what, exactly what it brought to can mind. You, take, take me to another location. Yeah. Can you guess uh, what this one is? Oh, okay. This okay. is wicked. Hold on. Let me just change the uh, the microphone. Oh and, god. Uh, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to guess the microphone. Put some more auto scuff on there. Oh yeah, scuff it. All right. Okay. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Is that someone like walking barefoot in the forest in some kind of robe or something? It's not barefoot, but it is a forest and it is cotton clothing. Oh, so what are they wearing on their feet? Um, work boots. But you can't tell in a forest. Who would be able to tell? Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Okay, let me just choose another one. Oh, I like this game. The choice of shoes is completely different for each... Um, not completely different, but it's limited for certain things. Oh, so what, you can't wear dress shoes in the woods? 
yes, for example. Well, in my like screenplay, I'm escaping through the woods <laughs> from my wedding interests you. Well, of course, naturally, the first thing I did with this is uh, get some heels oh. and, uh, <laughs> and and make them run because that's oh uh, yeah, sexy. That's the sound I'm most used to in my everyday life. <laughs> can... Oh, let's have a listen to that, man. Come on. No, no, you've got to guess this one first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That is someone walking through the snow in some kind of boots. Sand, <gasps> bare feet. Oh. And the clothing is leather with uh, metal jangly bits. <laughs> so it's like your sort of typical Mad Max scenario. Yeah, exactly. You've been, Mad you've been Max on the beach. somewhere and you're kind of trying to get out of there. Yeah. So let, let's, let's just, just for the sake of, uh, <laughs> just for the sake of having a full experience here, concrete... Oh, by the way, there is another omission. You can have a linoleum floor <laughs> with trainers and they don't squeak. Well, it's got freaking built-in squeak settings, yeah, man. It's Isn't a shame. The... Oh. It's like, a shame. Okay, I'm not... You'd want to do like a basketball sort of game, like sound. Yeah, you're flipping wood. You're, you're going to remake Teen Wolf. Okay, so ladies' heels on concrete. Wicked. Make them run. <laughs> no, no, look, love, just talk to me for a second. I'm not a weirdo, honestly. Oh, please come back. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and let's let's get the reverb in on this, man. Oh, so I'm chase, chasing her around a car park. <laughs> You're chasing her through a cathedral. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, hang on, i got to turn up the reverb send. Oh, he hello there, darling. Hello. Do you want to do you want to see my brass rubbings? Oh, please leave me alone. <laughs> no, no, I said brass rubbings. Oh, get away from me, you brute! <laughs> oh, but you're so pretty. Please come back and talk to me for a moment. I'm so lonely. Oh no, there goes another one. Really can't catch a break. <laughs> Sounds like the, the sewer underneath the cathedral where the uh, where the clues to the yeah, conspiracy. Yeah, I've hit I've hit the reverb sender. Pretty. I know I liked it. It was good. <clears throat> so the yeah, UVI's Walker. How much? How many clams is it? Now, it's um. Oh, is it a subscription service? It's not films? actually. No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. 149 clams. Do you know um, what? If you're making a freaking film, yeah. and you've got to do a load of footsteps, that seems like pretty good deal. Yeah, because usually people sort of like just literally record fake footsteps or something on. Oh, it must take so much fucking. Uh, being able to actually program your footsteps. In yeah. MIDI is probably a great idea. So I, I think this would appeal to a lot of people. Obviously, it, it looks crazy when it comes up on KVR and it's just like... Big pair of shoes. Yeah, I'm not going to make any beats and breaks with... Uh, although, maybe I Burial am. is going to rinse this, yeah. mate. It's going to be <laughs> sick. He's going to read Dubstep 3. Yeah. Coming 2019. Uh, step Step, I guess that would be called. Oh, sick. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that's UVI's Walker. The crazy Step Synth, I guess. <laughs> step rompler yeah st step right up <laughs> what <laughs> um is it is i'd say it's a real shoe-in oh now i like that one okay you can you can have that kudos you know the base station i'm well aware of the base station novation maybe. base station uh now novation base station 2 is celebrating its 25th anniversary 
That is absolutely crazy, mate. I feel old AF. And it's celebrating its 25th anniversary, as everyone should celebrate their 25th, with a good old-fashioned firmware update. Oh, yeah! That's pretty pretty good support. <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. Like for a 25-year-old thing, or technically whenever the base station 2 came out, your old thing. Yeah. It's good, but th- this seems like quite a significant thing. Yeah. Um, they've added pal- paraphonic mode, filter tracking, envelope retriggering, oscillator error, and ma- micro-tuning. Um, I don't know that much about the base station, except there's a little two-octave novation thing that everybody loves. You want to tell me some more about it? Shall I tell you my memories and reflections of the base station, James? Yeah. Okay, so it was like always on the cover of like future music back in the day, I seem to remember. And people were really excited about it because it basically... Well, it was kind of... The hype built up around it was like... It's like... It's basically like a 303 which it isn't really. No, it looks more comprehensive than that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like a basic... I mean, to be honest, it was kind of like the first of the kind of sort of like budgety sort of modern-day synths, really, mm. I feel. Um, and it was kind of, you know, it was, you know, it's analogue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like affordable analogue, basically. It was kind of like the first affordable analogue thing. I'm going to coin coin that expression right now. Um, and and it so I was I was kind of involved in hardcore and drum and bass at the time and everything. And you'd hear it in like records or whatever, like like people who maybe before had just been using samples and stuff and didn't like have some like old analog synth kicking around mm-hmm. would be able to start using more analog sounds in their production. So right. it was pretty, it was, you'd hear it quite a lot in hardcore and DMV. Um, and people like to distort it as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So more being more than an, I mean, it was kind of like an acid machine in hardcore um, sort of. Um, and for drum and bass, it was more making those big, distorty growl sounds. So mm. it was kind of, it was cut, like, as well as people distorting 808s back in the day, it was this sort of thing that was kind of like introducing the full range sounds to these dance genres. Right. And also, um, there was a plug-in version that I got free yeah. on the cover of Music Tech magazine. Oh, interesting. And I got, yeah, you got um, V-Station and Bass Station, which is a pretty good uh, giveaway. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty sweet. So this... 2.5, let's let's expand on these new features. Expand away, son. Paraphonic mode. So basically that means it's it was already a two oscillator thing, mm-hmm. but in paraphonic mode, if you play two notes, it'll go one per oscillator. That's pretty cool. And an important feature you'd think would come sooner than 25 years into the instrument's lifespan. But I would certainly not diss uh, Novation for adding it now. I'm, no. I'm being churlish. No, that's fine. I'm being um, silly and facetious. Envelope retriggering. So that you could hold a note and the envelope will cycle back to the start. Oh, we can say like an LFO, basically. Uh, oscillator error, which is basically more detuning, more analog analog. Oh, sick. Yeah, wicked. Uh, micro-tuning, so each oh, note... Oh, don't care. Don't care, don't care, don't care, don't care, don't care. or flatter, depending on a <laughs> thing. Don't care, don't care, don't care, don't care. And they're also giving away five, one of five, or they're giving away five limited edition <laughs> new 2.5... New runs. What's about what's new about them? Is it just they're just twenty fifth anniversary editions? Okay. Anywho, yeah, only five of them, and you've got to win them. So I guess I guess those are the things that can kind can of you buy one, get more valuable. No, you can't buy. Just five are being made, and they're okay. all being given away. And is this product this product still for sale? Isn't it? That is an interesting point. It's kind of a major point, really. Let's see what we can find on uh, ye old Google Gak. 
Let's have a look on gak.co.uk, bruv. I guess the base station two yeah. is yeah. Three seven nine clamors. Three hundred and seventy nine. No, it's fairly good for a for an analog synth. Yeah, I guess they're competing. I mean, you can get you can certainly get them cheaper than that now. Yeah, I mean, if it was one of the first, um, one of the first uh, affordable analogs. Yeah. Then it's now these days got a load of competition with your brutes and your oh god even yeah. Novation themselves are doing uh, sort of competing stuff. But uh, it's good to see it being given some love, and it sort of makes you think uh, if you if I buy a Novation product now, it might be supported for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I am not massively a fan of the Novation sort of sound, really. I mean, I did like the V Station plugin. I used that on a few tunes or whatever. But this is a this is with this you're getting a tried and tested synth, mate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's proven uh, on records aplenty. So I say, yeah, that's you know fair enough. Sweet, nice. Something came through about Jay Diller, and I have no idea about Jay Diller, Tim, so I thought I'd leave this one to you. What's happening? Um, what is something oh, happening with Jay Diller now? Wait a second, I, it's getting a bit clammy in here. Do you, do you think we should we should just go for a little walk? <laughs> yeah, let's go for a walk, man. Let's enjoy the autumn air, I reckon. So, James, what has made you think about Jay Diller? Well, you, you, you brought me a new story... And it said something about Jay Diller. Oh, sh- oh shit, son! Okay, I totally forgot this existed. Tell me. So this is um, who is it? It's Splice. Explore the fantastic sounds of JD, aka Jay Diller. They're bringing out a sample pack. Okay. So presumably, so Jay Diller is okay. Let me. Shall I break it down? For break you, James? it down now. I I am not like I lo- you know I love a lot of hip hop. I'm not a super hip hop head or whatever, so I don't have a lot of knowledge. So I didn't like Jay did a, didn't really register with me until a few years after his death. So basically, uh, my, my knowledge of it is pretty limited. I think he kind of like it, some well some of his early work certainly w- was producing for a hip hop group called The Far Side. Does that ring any bells? Whoosh. Okay, well they were they were fairly big and everything, um, but, but their production was absolutely luscious and jay diller went on to do a loads more remixes and i think he was a founder member of slum village um also and he also did some solo albums as well mm. and his production is just absolutely shit hot he's kind of basically in a bit of a league of his own really ah. he's, he's kind of like uh golden age's hip hop's answer to noisier i'd say right so he's kind of like he's a really fucking big deal and he sadly died in 2006 i think he was so um yeah and so and like he's re- he's he's a real he is a real loss to not just hip hop but music production in general cuz he was he was a real virtuoso and he took things to the next level which is really all you all you can do as oh, oh, as a producer so fair play to him makes me wonder what he would have made of things like uh space motors and uh car synth sounds and stuff like that well he had a pretty he had a pretty broad sort of output like i remember hearing a um like quite on like after i like found like it's like i bought an album of his in like fop or whatever because like, everyone was just banging on about how amazing he was so i was like i'll buy this album and the album was sick um and uh yeah and then i heard this tune he did called trucks which i think he did just prove his death and that is a hip-hop uh, interpolation of Cars by Gary Newman. Interpolation Ex- or interpretation? Well, no, no, an interpolation, Both. as in, so it's not a sample. 
but he's interpolated it. Uh-huh. I'm doing air quotes there. In, so he's like replayed it and everything, and he's changed the lyrics. Uh-huh. So I guess you call that an interpolation. So it was a song. So it was basically a cover of Gary Newman's Cars Sweet. with him talking about how badass his truck was. <laughs> and that was kind of cheesy. And at first I didn't like it, but then I got so into it. So he kind of like, you know, he did some kind of like, you know, real upfront kind of, you know, straight up stuff. But also he did this stuff that was just like be- just like beautifully, beautifully made and really inventive usage of samples and stuff and everything. So I'll send you some links and you can have a bit of a listen mm. to his to his work. But yeah, so, so he's been good. And I'm really excited to see what's gone on going on in this sample library. Presumably someone has posthumously gone through his floppy disks or whatever oh, to, nice. to bring us these. And I guess there's I guess there's a bit of a kind of like issue there. It's like I don't know. Some people might have a problem with that, but like, I think he'd be cool with it, man. Like, I think he, I think he was a real music lover, and I think he'd be excited to see what people make with his stuff. That said, I know fuck all about him, so I'm really reaching there. But you know, <laughs> well, okay, it's good to see. It's good to see out from Splice as well. I'm definitely gonna check this out. Mm. Um, the, so oh, it's out now. The Lost Sounds of Jay Diller. Oh, wicked! I'm totally gonna check this out real soon. Do you want to demo a few of those? Do you have a bit of a listen? Yeah. Oh, can you hear the mighty power of that kick drum? Let's have, a, have another play. Oh, God. It's a bit boxy. Come on, Dylan. See, he had, he had re- these, no, he had these really good characterful sounds. You see, these might sound fairly nondescript. I bet they work like a charm in a mix, mate. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, I know. It's all, it's all stuff you've heard a million times, but I bet it's fucking sick. Yeah, and he's probably originated most of the stuff we've heard a million times. Nah, but it's bullshit. He sampled it loads of records. He, I think he, I think he did a fair bit of stuff like like his own sort of sound generation as well. Though. But a lot of it's oh, will be like samples he's like processed and stuff. I guess. Ooh, I am gonna. I, oh, there's loads of musical stuff in there, mate. I'm gonna fucking rinse that, right? You better believe it. Right, I have started to think that... No, you haven't. ...that people have started to make products just so we will talk about them because they're crazy and funny. Okay, I'm starting to think you might be right. Uh, In Session Audio, company that does a lot of sort of contacty things, have released Fruit Shake, Tim. (laughs) Fruit Shake. Uh, I am not joking. Fruit Shake. Why... This is a library of <sighs> shakers, specifically fruit-shaped shakers. Fruit-shaped? Yeah. So, you know, you have a little... You might have an egg shaker. Oh, you might have something That's else. That's not fruit. But these oh. that have been used in this are fruit. However, there is one carrot <laughs> not not a fruit. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. You can't call it fruit shake and then one of the fruits is a carrot. I guess you don't want to call it fruit and veg shake. Well, I don't know. It'd be healthy. Oh, should we click on this fucking YouTube link then, bro? <laughs> Let's do that, shall we? This is Kyle Z with In Session Audio, and this is Fruit Shake. Oh, it sounds good. Yeah, it does. It sounds great. It looks fruity. Free for a limited time. Free? Featuring a customized... I am on the case of this, mate. Oh, yeah. Everything you need for your shakers in a fruit-based theme. Mate, I bloody love... 
tambourines and shakers, <laughs> You've bro. gone from completely pessimistic to overjoyed. It sounds overjoyed. great. Proceed to check out. Yes, please, son. I want to get into my fucking... There we go. Autofill is happening. i got to warn you. I got this as well, but then I couldn't load it in context and I didn't have the time to figure out what I was oh, doing for wrong. for fuck's sake, man. Downloaded well. it, tried to load the NKI, NKI and it said uh, it hasn't been installed. I was like, huh? Eh? Oh, man, that's flipping nonsense well you're incompetent anyway yeah so maybe i'll be able to do it just like i'm sure up. you'll be able to I just need a bit of time a, a svelte 57.3 megabytes there so it's currently free although it's not going to be after wednesday november the 21st oh god so you really want to get a shake on yeah <laughs> <laughs> best episode ever doesn't say how much is going to be after november the 21st like but two thousand hey. pounds yeah I mean, okay. these are premium fruity shakers. Okay, sick. Well, cheers for the heads up on that, bruv. This is finally um, a, a good reason for doing the podcast. Well done. Yeah, you've got a load of uh, free contact in- instruments. Oh, sick. To wet your whistle. Mm-hmm. This may be boring. This may not be boring. Let's see. But, uh, you know, the MIDI Manufacturers Association. Oh, man, the MMA. Yeah, technically incredibly boring. Yeah. But But without them, we'd have no MIDI. Yeah, exactly. It has a massive impact. They generate the MIDI that we use every day. So Ableton and Native Instruments (gasps) have signed up to MIDI Manufacturers Association. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe we'll see some progress. Well, yeah, maybe we will. I mean, the original sort of MIDI spec wouldn't have worked if they didn't get a bunch of manufacturers together to say, okay, we're going to integrate everyone's stuff regardless of who we are. Just and they better not make things more complicated, man. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You already have, and I do that NKS thing, which is basically their own little control standard, which they get everyone else to adopt. Mm. Ableton have Link to try and synchronize everything between different devices. Mm. And so, you know, those are the kind of guys who've been into this stuff and would probably just, I don't know, benefit from it. But maybe they were frustrated and that's why they made their own standards. Mm. Who knows? Uh, The other interesting thing about MIDI that I learned uh, recently from two sources, not just this, but another one, is that the MIDI spec is still at version 1.0. Really? Yeah. I mean, they've been a little... little if it ain't broke, don't fix it. There've been little addendums and extra things that they've added in there. But MIDI is still MIDI, which goes to show how uh, slow the MMA has been. I guess you don't want to F things up. Yeah, if you've got everything in sync. Like, I would much rather just crack on with how we've got things now. I don't feel MIDI is a limitation for me. I don't play keys, though, or anything, so mm. I guess that's... I mean, you know, no one can deny that technology has moved on, but, mm. um, yeah, I'm sure there are things that people would like to do. Also, hardware has moved on as well as software. I mean, polyphonic but... pitch bend. I might use one day. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to have the option, right? But, you know, we've been doing pretty Ugh. well so far. You know, what you'd want is, like, I guess, a MIDI spec that also goes into, like, the VST spec. And oh. it's just a overarching... Oh, my God. Well, like, okay, picture the future, James. The surface of the Earth is entirely covered by one massive city. The sky is swarming with flying cars... 
there are robots on every corner, like gunning down dissidents or whatever mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. hellscape. You've got to think at that point, we're not still going to be dealing with MIDI and VST. You've got to think eventually there's going to be some kind of unified thing that just covers absolutely everything. Do you like know some what kind I mean? of new musical order. A new musical order, exactly. One world musical government. I think that's that's that feels inevitable at some point. Surely... Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, will the hive mind just employ the robots and the artificial intelligence to make the music? Yeah, okay. Here's an interesting question. Oh, please ask it. Will humanity still exist as we know it by the time we get unified MIDI in VST? Because apparently we've only got 10 years to save the environment. Um... 10 years to save MIDI. I mean, like, the, well, no, could, like, the world won't die at that point, but that's, like, the tipping point or whatever. Yeah. I think we won't do it. I think we won't do it as well, mate. Oh. Grim, <laughs> realistic look at the future well, at there, guys. At least you and I are in agreement. Yeah, well, that's true. Like, a few years ago, it wouldn't really have seemed so bad, would it? No. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, the MIDI spec is still at version 1.0, so I think we're all fucked. Yeah, man. The humanity's just not, is, isn't developing quickly enough to deal with its massive drain on the planet's resources. But, uh, you know, at least we've got some cool synths to play with before we all die. Absolutely, mate. Woo! I think it's time for us to talk... Cynically, of course. Oh, we, what, with a sideways gaze? At, uh, with a sideways gaze at Black Friday. Oh, yeah, let's talk about it, bro. Now, you know, I've had a lot of opinions on Black Friday, as you'd imagine. Yeah, you've got opinions on everything. The fact that it's, it's tiresome. basically bullshit, and the fact that it's also... Ha- okay, so why is Black Friday bullshit? Well, here, Tim, mm. walk with me. Oh, let's go for a walk. Black Friday is basically against the laws of economics. How so? Well, you have supply and demand, Mm. right? And when demand rises, prices rise. Yeah. And Black Friday is basically encouraging demand. Mm. No change in supply, they're just whipping people up into a frenzy. Yeah. It all started, I guess, and most sales start when they want to get rid of stuff. Mm. And Black Friday has become so overhyped that it's basically an increase in demand and every black friday i've I've basically looked for stuff like stuff that i already wanted Mm. and it's always the same price because prices are set by economics i would argue with that mate well hang on now okay 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 there's a bit more to that the problem is not the problem but the kind of maybe half good thing is when you make it so overhyped companies start diving in and just putting on sales because they think they should and of course with software there isn't really an exact supply and demand thing there's just demand because supply is technically infinite yeah 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 and so i think it's probably a good thing i think these guys would have had the similar sort of sales anyway but you realize that if it's Black Friday, everyone's hyped up for Black Friday and they're going to be looking for stuff. And then it becomes people selling stuff competing mm. for people's money and prices do come down for things like software. Mm. 
Let me have your opinion. Um, yes. Well, it seems like we've got ourselves in a little bit of a silly situation, doesn't it? Where there we have kind of like a dual tier pricing structure mm. where if you're basically, if you're patient, you can get vast reductions on stuff. If you're savvy. If you well, yeah, yeah. Like so for example, a lot of people want sound toys plugins. Um, it is now like to be like when I when I got mine, I did manage to blag a student discount somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, um, but I did. They weren't really having the regular sort of sales that they do now. Okay, and it became very quickly apparent that you could get the whole bundle pretty regularly for like fifty percent off or whatever. Mm. So you just had to be patient. So it seems like now and you have to have the information to know that. Um. Yes, yes, absolutely. So you're you're paying a cost for getting the product quickly uh, or not having the information, yeah. basically, yeah. And so, but now tons of people seem to do it and it seems like, I don't know, why would you pay the higher price when you know, we, when you know for certain that there's going to be a discount? Yeah, and you would pay the higher price if you really, really need it and you would only really, really need it if you were a complete pro who was working on well, something very important and your money was at stake by not having the thing. Okay, so I, I mean, I guess the advantage of this situation is um, we that we do have that dual-tier pricing structure. So pros who need a, a product right away will just pay the RRP, whatever. Yep. Um, and people who don't uh, will be, be savvy and they'll wait, wait for a sale and they'll use it for their hobby. But this is the same with almost any retail thing. If you want a chocolate orange... You could pay £3.50 to just have one at any random time. Yeah. Or you can wait until the chocolate orange is reduced to a pound. Yeah. And that's the actual price. Um, And it's the same with a load of sort of supermarket stuff. If you know when to wait for, that's your price. Yeah. If you want it now, 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 Mm. then you have a different price. Airline tickets, same thing. If you want to go on a plane tomorrow, you're going to pay a lot if you can be savvy and you can book three months in advance, you get a cheaper ticket. Um, should we take a little diversion through this wood for a moment, James? Oh, yeah, why not? Um, so, you know, I'm a massive, like, champagne socialist or whatever. I kind of hate capitalism or whatever and all that oh, stuff. Can't yeah. Join us over here. Uh, so, um, yeah, I would not have bought a big telly and a PlayStation 4 at full price. But I got amazing bargains by plotting a bit and doing some late night Black Friday shopping a few uh-huh. years ago. So I think Black Friday is a good thing. And I just totally changed my position on that. It's, I'm basically a flip flopper. Yeah, you are. I mean, I've got no, like, <laughs> there, there aren't any. stands for something and fall for anything, and I'm falling into that trap right now. We haven't got I'm a man any... of no moral substance. There are no flip flops in this sound library, but. Look, James, I'm going to break it down for you, mate. Basically, I don't want homeless people dying in the streets of cold, but I also want want to have a half-decent telly. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm sure we can can work that out. I don't know. (laughs) Look, I'll give up the telly before, like, the homeless people die or whatever. But if I can, like, if I can scrape some joy out of this horrible hellscape we live in by buying a slightly large television, that's what I'm going to do. And I, I, the thing is that TV and that PS4 were probably really at that price, and they were waiting for you to 
be savvy and they know that you wouldn't have bought them at another price mm. and it just stratifies sorry for using a, a what does that word. even mean it stratifies your buyers into the real categories of how much they want to pay how much they are willing to pay yeah and you know when you buy an airline ticket everyone's buying the same thing but they buy it at different prices yeah Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Economics, you cannot fight against it, but I guess Black Friday is a tool of that. I don't know. It seems like we've like we've got into a situation where we're going to... Retailers are going to be stressing all year, it feels, but they're not going to sell enough for Black Friday. It feels very dishonest, and maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but it certainly feels it mm. to be doing sales on Black Friday and stuff. But at least it's not all a subscription. Well, this is the thing, mate. I mean, maybe you'll get some Black Friday offers uh, off subscriptions or whatever. Mm, I doubt it. Yeah, you're probably right, man. You know, you don't get, like... Netflix cheaper if you buy it on Black Friday. No, no. What are you going to buy anything on Black Friday? Uh, I'm going to have a look for things that I currently already want and see okay. if they, the price has gone down. I know what prices they should be. Do you feel like sharing any of those things? With uh, us? Yeah, one is a, a new keyboard, as in QWERTY keyboard. Oh yeah, uh, because well that's a necessity. Because I'm a massive spaz, I um, oh you're gonna get a freaking yeah okay. I need an ergonomic split keyboard, Ugh. otherwise my hands seize up and I die. You and your special hands, James. <laughs> you're like a character in a film or whatever. You're like Edward Scissorhands, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I need a split keyboard because <laughs> it's hard the- to type with my scissor hands. <laughs> And so I've got one at the moment, but it's a clacky uh, big keyboard with old Microsoft-style buttons. Oh, I like the Microswitched buttons. Yeah, but it makes a lot of noise, and I feel very uncomfortable. Oh, I like it. So I want to I want to buy a sort of proper keyboard split. Is it going to um, be clacky? Uh, no, I don't want it clacky. Okay, no clacks. That's my point. Um, you don't yeah. want no clacks. That's my main thing. Uh, but what I'll, else? I'll look for some other things. I can't bring them to mind at the moment. I'm not uh, sure. Okay. But yeah, that's my main deal. Yeah. Let's see what see what happens this Black Friday. Nice. Tim, depending how advanced your dementia is, you might not remember <laughs> what we talked about this episode, but I'll be sure to play it back to you <laughs> at a later date. Well, it, thankfully, I'm an incredibly vain man, so I will definitely be listening back to the podcast to see my to see to hear my mellifluous tones. So yeah, sure, that'll definitely happen. We will catch up with you in roughly two weeks for the next episode. In the meantime, hang tight. Yeah, don't plan your life around or anything, though please do. All right, bye, Tim. Oh, bye, James. Bye.